It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Well, 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 look at that rain coming down. It's uh, kind of a scary scenario because uh, there's so much water. There's even flooding on the lakeshore around the exhibition, we're told. And uh, now people, I'm told as well, are being moved indoors from Jurassic Park, being moved into the arena proper, which uh, makes perfect sense. This is something they were going to make the call by 5 o'clock anyway, and uh, with about 38 minutes to go, (laughs) there's no need to delay some folks like, uh, you know, drowned sewer rats uh, under their ponchos and all just skulking into the building uh, hoping to take up a good vantage point to watch the big screen for tonight's game which is still several hours away as you well know 9 p.m uh but this is the responsible thing to do as much as jurassic park is a wonderful phenomenon and uh just this spontaneous gathering organically i guess of folks you got to be prudent too I was just saying last hour, I don't understand why the uh, folks at MLS and E didn't use this as a venue even beforehand, or did they not want to somehow diminish this thing that was happening outside outside the building when there's no games or concerts on? And even, you know, Oprah canceled her Friday show here because, well, there's no game or concert, but I guess because uh, there had to be a setup or something like that. Although uh, some wags have actually emailed me saying, that's not why she canceled. She canceled because nobody cared. (laughs) I don't know what the ticket sales were like. However, moving people inside. Yeah, and Johnny, we have an update from the the newsroom. Of course, it's a very fluid situation, like the rain that we're seeing outside. We're seeing uh, photos on Twitter that um, the Jurassic Park is uh, is emptied. But what we understand through the newsroom uh, from uh, Rob Leith, our sports guy, is that people who were in Jurassic Park have been given wristbands so they can seek shelter, and that will hold their place in the queue, and then they'll be admitted into... Scotia Bank. So I don't know where, we don't know where uh, presently they're going to seek shelter, but at least they're out of this deluge. They have their place marked with a wristband and um, it's all uh, hopefully going to be moving indoors as soon as uh, we can let you know. What about just under the Gardner Expressway? Other people do that. There you go. Well, you know, I mean, uh, we can learn from the folks for whom shelter is hard won or hard come by. And so just temporarily, though, in this case. And so uh, then with the wristband policy, I guess. In effect. In effect. Uh, interesting. Then they'll go. I'm wondering how uh, soon they'll have to come back to the, or do they have assigned seating? Well, and one of the uh, callers that we had on uh, that I spoke to, you know, um, earlier is that they said, you know, to to, gal- to get the people in Scotiabank that um, manage the operations of that place takes time so they have to make sure that they have we talked about security we talked about maybe concessions all of those obviously would take time to um you know to deploy those troops as it were for this massive operation that they've you know been talking about which sounds like within a short window of time so that's could be you know hundreds of employees to manage the number of people that are in jurassic park um so we'll try and keep you updated as much as we can of 
course, we have Brianna Carnegie uh, joining us at 5.05, and she'll be able to tell us what has happened at that time. But the newsroom will keep us updated as we know. All right. There have been road closures. That goes without saying, as we're uh, on Monday for the big game that we were anticipating would close the streets down for a while. And uh, you've also got the situation that... Uh, there's a cleanup duty that, uh, you know, and I'm wondering how they separate the responsibility between MLS and E and then the city itself. Mm-hmm. My guess is the uh, folks at MLS and E are responsible for the actual patch of real estate that is known as Jurassic Park. But when you get the spillover onto Bremner Boulevard and York, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, I'm sure maybe that's a consideration in the equation too. But Again, wristband policy for those who those who have uh, camped out early and were met with the deluge, which has kind of subsided down here at Chorus Key on the waterfront. But, you know, there's dark cloud that had hovered over the city there. And thunder. And, you know, there could be lightning, right? So well, those are the bigger concerns, certainly, in outdoor conditions. Always. Wherever you, you are. You learn that on a golf course. You learn that on the race course when you're racing sailboats. That's true. Uh, you you want to make sure... The boat itself, I mean, if it's hit by lightning... Oh, boy. Yeah, there's no grounding or anything else, is there? It will go where it's going to go, and that is out (laughs) any area that it can. And so what happens is when a boat gets struck by lightning, very often it goes, runs through the electrical and just blasts out the back. Right. So then it goes back into the open air, the water, etc., but it blows through an electrical system. And... Anybody who's in its wake and as well. So. Well, I was going to say, if you're the helmsman or helmsperson at that point, you're an effective lightning rod, aren't you? Well, you're connected to the boat, and you mm. usually have a um, metal wheel in your hands or a tiller that has some metal component to it. Yeah. See, if you're in a golf cart, uh, and boy, I, I better do some research on this. You've got Ooh. rubber wheels. I don't know if you're fully grounded, but there's metal on the cart. And, right. Because they say if you're caught out in the golf course and the lightning starts to hit... You know, without warning, you've got, got to go to the lowest point of land on your stomach, you know, even if you're beside a ditch or something like that, get down. Don't go in amongst the trees. Become the ground. Well, that's a Be one with the soil. Yeah. Well, there you go. Return to earth, as it were. <laughs> Before uh, you return to earth. Yeah. Eesh. You could be. And, you know, more and more courses are becoming stringent about this because when the horn sounds, the Doppler radar usually is anywhere from a 7 to a 10 kilometer radius out. Uh, that goes, you're off the course immediately. And if you're not, because some heroes decide, hey, we're we're on the 18th hole, we're putting, what the hell? Uh, That can get you kicked off and you lose your privileges. Especially if you think, oh, I'm going to hide under this tree for shelter. Well, no, that's that's a bad idea because trees, right. But, you know, it's almost counterintuitive. You think the trees, you're in protected terrain, but the lightning doesn't know. It doesn't distinguish. In fact, it'll find the tree faster than it'll find you, and you're under it, and boom. That's right. It sort of leaps around the lightning. doesn't take much. People get fried right there in their shoes or get exploded out of their shoes mm-hmm. because the body being 97% water, we're fluid. That's a true story. Well, and we've been out on the race course, too, in a sailboat where the storm has come in, but it's coming in from land. So we're running it out, and we're going out deeper into the lake mm. because we can see from, you know, the skies and the conditions based on our junior meteorologist badges that, you know, we can run out, we can run away from it. And that's better than you would think to go and seek shelter going to land, as long as you know that... You know, you, you've calculated, you know, time and distance, and you, you, you can manage it. But don't mess around with Mother Nature, I guess, is the bottom line. Pilots know that as well. Uh, you've got a lot of private pilots 
who sometimes will see a thunderhead ahead or a front coming in and try to move around it or move up and over it. And uh, again, you're sometimes risking, you know, you're playing uh, with a risky situation, very dangerous. So you would hope there's some experience there in the cockpit or in, you know, the cabin with the crew and all the rest. But uh, invariably, some people get caught uh, because they do think that they can cheat with Mother Nature and uh, the full fury and force of uh, a storm. So good for MLSE today to, you know, say, let's open it up. Let's take people in. Well, it's only it's it's, come on. Shelter, provide shelter. It's just reasonable. Uh, Almost to. The same point I was making last hour, how they they didn't see this the last time around. I guess the last time around because it was a home game. But in the event, last night, for example, St. Louis, uh, they filled not just their arena because the Blues are winning the Cup in Boston. So they had 18,500 in their arena. And they also had 30,000 at Bush Stadium where the Cardinals were obviously not playing and out of town. But it was pouring rain outside. Still, the fans were congregating there. And I just thought we have venues as well beyond Jurassic Park. Maybe we could have availed those to the public because there's obviously interest at all these satellite Jurassic Parks, wondering how they're going to operate tonight. They get the same problem, but they don't have arenas that they can default their fans to. Well, and what are the logistics of, you know, those who have to maintain the space, which is uh, Scotiabank, and those who would maintain the space, which is Jurassic Park? You know, is there overlap there? Is there, you know, what are the logistics involved with just manning the, the, the people that are required for those spaces? Well, yeah, it's a security detail. Do you really bring people in? You know, the staffing of uh, ushers and uh, the people in the private boxes, I doubt they'd open the private boxes for this kind of viewing. So it's all the seats. And you can fill up a 20,000-seat arena if people know they're indoors and out of the elements. And if Jurassic Park was coming up with similar numbers, I think about half of that anyway. Maybe it's lower bowl stuff. But uh, anyway, that's what's uh, happening right now. They're moving people inside with a wristband policy for tonight's game. So now you know. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.